Hello, everybody. I'm saying that as if there's a hundred people watching. <laughs> It'll probably just be our friends. But hello to anyone who's listening to this. My name is Rada. We decided to start a podcast. And by we, I mean Amelia and I. Hello. Um, we, we don't, don't currently have... The, the podcast title in the making right now is Podcast Untitled. <laughs> um, if you have any suggestions, please let us know. Yeah, leave it in the... Leave it in the comments. I'm going to assume that there are comments to this. If there aren't, then that's chill as well. <laughs> um, I think this podcast started off as my idea. Yeah. Because I just... We always have very interesting conversations. You, like, roped me in. Yeah, I was... I Like, most things in life, I'm like, Amelia, let's let's go do this. And she just is here for the ride, you know. Here for the ride, you know. Classic. <laughs> but, like I said, like, I just think that we have pretty interesting convos sometimes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It'd be cool to... Sometimes I think yeah. back to conversations we have had, and I'm like, damn, I want to listen to it Yeah, again. and I forget, like, what we concluded with in the end, and yeah. I'm like, well, can't tell people what that whole half hour was about. <laughs> yeah, so pretty much this podcast is just for ourselves. Yeah, really. In fact, if you just want to, like, click out, then that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to unsubscribe. Uh, don't forget, yeah, don't forget to below. unsubscribe. And don't leave any comments, because we have low self-esteem. <laughs> So freaking true. Um, um, but what we were what we were thinking we would start with is just I guess a little intro about ourselves, but also about like what it means I guess to introduce yourself not to introduce yourself, but I guess what it means to I don't know how you perceive yourself. Yes, yeah, because I think how someone introduces themselves is a very clear indication of how that person also sees themselves, or or perhaps like how. Because they always talk about, like, when you're talking about, like, what's self, they, they talk about how there's, like, three selves. There's the you that is yourself, like, mm. and your inner thoughts and feelings and attitudes towards things. And mm. then they say that there's the you that you want other people to see, which yeah. can sometimes be different again. And then there's the you that you think people see. Yeah. So there's sort of, like, three yous, like, perspectives of you, as it were. No, 100%, because it's, like, when I play those, um, stupid personality quizzes... <laughs> I love personality quizzes, and it's so like, good. It's, like, but is this... Am I answering from my... Like, yeah. what I want or myself to want, be? Yeah. Or how other people see me? Exactly. Or who I want to be? Or who I actually exactly. am? Exactly. Because I think, even for yourself, like, people are their worst own critic. Is that a yeah. saying? Yeah. No, I feel like pe- people... Oh, there's a saying where it's like, people are their worst... Their own their critic. best critic? Worst critic, when you don't remember the quote. <laughs> um, it's something Prolific. Like that, something like that, that's like, where it's like... I know you are your worst critic. You're yeah, supposed to, but oh, that's, that's it. Supposed, that's supposed to mean like that you always criticize yourself the most. But I feel like that's also sometimes you are the person who knows yourself the most, but sometimes you aren't. Yeah, I think, and sometimes you don't realize how little you know about yourself. Yeah, and how much more you know about other people. Yeah, like other true. aspects of other people. Yeah, that's true, and that's the thing. I learn so much from other people when they introduce themselves. For example, when my brother introduces himself to other people, and he says, "Yeah, these are all the stuff, all the things that I've done in my life, and things mm. like that." I'm always like very blown away because to me, one maybe I might not have known the extent mm. of which he valued that project. Oh, that's interesting. So for me, I'm like, wow, that changes my perspective of him. Yeah. So it's like it's good to also see because then you have. I think other people could then have a more objective, I guess, yeah, opinion of you. Yeah, no, that's interesting. Which is cool. I think it's also, it's also though, it's like, it reveals to you that you can, you never really know all the sides of a person. Yeah. Like, you only know him as your brother and him as 
maybe a leader if you if you see him and like at at like cultural events or work related stuff mm. but you don't necessarily see him as a networker or him as a you know what i mean mm. you don't see those other sides of himself because he i guess he doesn't need to present those to you yeah like his more it's professional side yeah or his more yeah. charismatic social yeah. side yeah because i guess he, he's never had to appeal to you for you to want to get to know him like exactly. he's never had to do that which is so interesting and the other thing i was just thinking about is when you introduce yourself i think it's I think because you know so much about the way that you live your life, obviously, because mm. you are living your own life, mm. often you forget that when you introduce yourself, those people don't know anything, like anything about you. So yeah. like, and sometimes when you have a relationship with people, like, and you're, you're friends with them, maybe you've been friends with them for a year now, or maybe like six months, they still so much they don't know about you because yeah. you forget to share it and yeah. you forget that people don't know these things about you. So when you're like, oh, I love that thing, they're like, wow really and you're like yeah man I always rave about this and they're like really this is the first time I've heard you say that and that's when you realise just how much of your day is not spent with other people yeah like certain people it's true but yeah that's what I think it's interesting that's what we were leading up to but how would you all right (laughs) when you spend more time discussing like how to use yourself than actually doing defining all of the words in that sentence without actually (laughs) doing it that's gonna be every like podcast yeah um okay I guess I'll start with, I don't know, should we stick, we won't say our last names, in case we ever get really famous and popular and you want to search us? Yeah, <laughs> sure, you don't have to say your last name, or you can, or like, um, whatever, it's up to So you. I am, I guess I'll start with, I always start with like, family composition, because mm. that's always really relevant to me, and you'll probably hear me talk about like, my family, so I am the middle child of three kids, there's three years between us all, so I have a younger brother and an older sister. Um, me and my brother are in university at the moment. My sister's working, but also studying for her master's in psychology. Mm. And she's very much in that applied, like, health slash mental health area. Mm. She, like, is interested in stuff. Well, now I'm introducing her instead of me, but I guess, like, <laughs> that's important because people influence the person that I am. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then my brother, he's studying engineering at the moment it's his first year he's about to realize what a huge pain in the ass it is <laughs> and all the debt and all of the debt and all of the lack of sleep love it the drama uni life uni hashtag uni life um and then i have my mom and my dad i live with them at the moment with my brother my sister lives with her boyfriend elsewhere and i don't know oh i'm i'm a halfie so i'm half indonesian half australian mm. my mom is from indonesia my dad is um, white Australian and I have a huge extended family that I still like that we like keep into contact a lot like our family's kind of one of those weird families where even though we have extended family we like almost know all of them like mm. it's really weird that's really that interesting sense. though and I think yeah. it's a very poignant part of who you are and how you just introduce yourself going back to that is that because I've known you for a while now and yeah. we're very close yeah um that I know that Amelia's family means so much to her. Yeah. So you introducing yourself like that, it, it already <laughs> I always, shows. I always start with, yeah, with, like, my family, I guess. Yeah. So and Amelia like and her family, from. you guys are really close. Oh, yeah, we're tight ass. Yeah. Which is something, like, yeah. in comparison for me, if I were to introduce myself, I would definitely not start with my with family. With your family? Um, which is really cool and also interesting because a lot of people think that if they know my brother or if they know me, they often think that we're... Very similar? No, they think that we're the only child. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, no, I get that vibe. I think I like when I first was starting to meet, like to get to know you, it wasn't necessarily something that came up a lot. Whereas, like, I feel like 
as soon as people know me, I immediately am name dropping. Like, oh, my sister said this, my brother said this, yeah. or my dad said this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas I'm not. Whereas like I that. didn't, yeah, necessarily <laughs> know you had a brother until you're like, oh yeah, my brother's running this event, and I was like, damn, you have a brother? Yeah. <laughs> so when I went to India, when me and my brother went to India last year, at the end of last year together, this is the first time that we were actually in India together for a really yonks for ages. Why did you go to India, by the way? What's the significance of it? Considering <clears throat> people can't see you. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> True. So introducing myself, I guess, in that way is. The thing that I was out with is, one, I am Australian, if you can't tell by my accent, but I'm also um, half Indian, half mm. Filipino. Mm-hmm. And so I do very much identify strongly with my Indian background, and we take really regular trips to India. Um, I'm a pretty religious and spiritual person I'm in so that lit. sense. Yeah, so I'm part of a community called the Hare Krishnas. Mm-hmm. Probably heard of them. We are the crazy people on the streets, having fun, spreading <laughs> the, the really joy. really loud ones in yeah. King George Square, banging the drum and dancing around. That's, no, we're not allowed to go to King George Square. What? You can only go to King George Square if you... No, like, you were, like, one time. Oh, for a festival? Yeah, for the festival. Yeah, that's because we got yeah. an actual permit. Exactly, that's what like, I mean. That yeah. was the one time. Okay, fair, 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 fair. <laughs> I take your point. So, yeah. Um, so, the reason why we're there is because in India, it's very... Like, there's a lot of sacred festivals that happen. Mm. And so, the reason why we're there is because of that reason. Um, and I happened to go with my brother and I met all of his friends, which is really funny because they were all like, whoa, you have a sister? We thought you were an only child. <gasps> whoa, so Like, it blew all of their minds. I don't know why that is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess we just kind of don't really talk about each other that much mm. in that sense. I feel like some people would perceive that as being guarded <laughs> with your personal life. Yeah, 100%. I definitely think I have a very like guarded person. Like, I don't talk about my family as much as you do. Yeah, I talk about all of them. Yeah. Everyone knows everything about you. And not just that, family. but you were like so willing to, um, I don't know, make your family also part of your social life. Like, we come over to yeah. your house all the time and hang out with your mom or, like, yeah, see your dad. They love hanging out with my family. Yeah. And also, they get, like, low-key offended when when they don't know who people are yeah. or, like, when they're like, well, I haven't met them yet. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, like, I feel like me explaining my family like that, everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, that's so sad and you're not close <laughs> with your family. It's like, well, no, it actually I, works no, I think, for yeah, us. Yeah, I, and I think almost, like, the level of closeness that I have with my family would be considered unusual these days, I think. Really? Yeah, I no. think so. I haven't met many people who are as close with their family as I Okay, well, family you as I haven't am. met my brother's girlfriend's family because they're <laughs> weirdly close. Tight? Yeah, they're super tight. Toit, toit, toit. Toit, toit. But yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. But yeah, it's interesting. See, mm. that's what's interesting. Another thing I'm always very fascinated about me and Amelia's friendship is that we're very different in some circumstances, yeah. but we're also the exact same It's person. really hard to explain to people because sometimes like people get, I think when they see us stand next to each other and like chat and stuff, they don't realize like how close we are yeah. and like the co- sort of conversations we have. So this is sort of like low-key or, like a window into that. Yeah. <laughs> because like this is, this is what makes us close is like the fact that we have, we were talking about this the other day, the mm. fact that we have a similar worldview. Yeah. And I think people underestimate how important that is. Well, like, I think it's really important, mm. personally, more than anything else in terms of, like, stuff you have in common and stuff. That can only go so far if you don't share similar, like, values and opinions about things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and more than anything, I think the ability to talk about it. Mm. I think that's our biggest thing, is that we can talk about things and aren't afraid to voice opinions yeah. about stuff. <clears throat> and even if we have different points of view. Yeah, we never, like knock down the other person yeah and i think what's really interesting is like 
I can't really think of many circumstances where we have differing points of view. No, it's more like yeah, we learn. Like if we don't didn't have that point of view before, we learned about it from yeah, the other person, and absolutely. we're like, "Whoa, I never considered it." Yeah, in that way. and often we like change our opinion based on what the other person yeah. said because it's like, "Oh shit, didn't think of that." Yeah. Oh, wait, are we gonna swear in this podcast? Yeah. Should have said at the beginning. PSA. <laughs> no, under thirteen. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, please get permission from a guardian or watch it with your guardian, and that's great. Yo, if you're <laughs> a Jake great. Paula, click off. <laughs> like you're too young, bro. It's not everyday, bro. Click off. It is everyday, bro. No. But this ain't the Disney Channel show. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> bars. <laughs> Just bringing in all the other YouTubers shit. Damn. So this podcast is just going to be like an amalgamation of everyone we watch. Yeah. Um, it's not original at all. <laughs> but by being unoriginal, it's hashtag original. Wow. Bam. You wow. are the icon of our Profound. generation. <laughs> I think I said that weirdly. Profound. 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 Oh yeah. Amelia says a lot of words very yeah, weirdly. Yeah, you'll notice that. Yeah. I'm not even ESL. <laughs> I'm not even an ESL. Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> not even an English as a second language. But it's because I think it's like it just I don't know. I think it's because I spend so much time with my mom and she yeah. says funny things and then I end up picking up those funny things. So recap, Amelia's mom is Indonesian. Yeah. And you take a lot of trips to Indonesia. I do. I take annual pretty much annual trips to Indonesia. My Sometimes Indonesian is not very good. Yeah. Well this year, because we didn't go at the beginning of this year, because mm. I was supposed to go but I had to do a summer semester. We're going in the middle of this year. You suck. <laughs> also, I don't know how that's going to work out because I'm doing my honours year this year. So my last year of undergrad is to do a thesis. And I'm going to have to be doing data collection in June, July. And that's when I'm going to be away. So we'll see how that goes. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, so yeah, I, we, I'm pretty connected with Indonesia and that, and that culture. But this is what's interesting is sometimes we do talk about culture, although we shouldn't talk about it too much in this because... That's not what the topic of the podcast yeah. is about, <laughs> but is how we talk about, um, like the importance of certain parts of your culture and of your cultural background, but also the way that it interacts with the place that you live. Mm. So like for us, like, this is why I would consider myself Australian with a hyphen in between. So Australian Indonesian, yeah, because I don't consider myself full Indonesian because obviously I haven't had that life. Yeah. Whereas I'm not like purely white Australian either because I haven't had that life either. Yeah. So it's sort of like that weird in between yeah. where it's like important and it's relevant, but not in the same way that it would be to an Indonesian person. Yeah. When you meet people for the first time, mm. um, do you bring up the topic of like your ethnic background? Normally they give me this look, especially if they're like from, if they're like a Westerner. Yeah. Or they do the thing where it's like, so where are you from? Yeah, they give me that look where they obviously want to ask. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes I'm mean. And I, and I just sort of like wait it out. Because I'm like, no, I want to see how you're going to ask me this question. How you're Because I'm an ass. And I always just want to see what people do. Yeah. But other times people will just like immediately be like, oh, are you this? And yeah. that's that's a good way to do it too. Because then I'm like, oh, no, I'm not. I'm this. Mm. So normally I'll be like, oh, I always start by saying it's one of my parents. Like I never say, I don't usually say like I'm Australian Indonesian but now I've, I've decided to try and make that the label that I put forward because yeah. I want people because in a way I want people to look past the fact that you have a migrant background I want them mm. to recognize that as like a subculture mm. because I think some people don't realize that it is such a sub- subculture and with the recent you know subtle Asian traits that yeah. Facebook page which got, has you know been getting a lot of popularity yeah, yeah, actually and it had media coverage for it because it was so popular <clears throat> Hassan Minaj did a whole thing on it really yeah he it was it was blew up. He was part of like yeah. subtle curry traits as well. Right. Like blew up. And like those, I think the reason those groups are so popular is because we're starting to recognize this subculture that is emerging. Yeah. That is just subgroups of being 
not even mixed, but like if you've been brought up here, but yeah. both of your parents have a migrant background, yeah. you still have that sort of mixed sort yeah. of lifestyle. So I find that I often identify with people from those backgrounds more so than people who are necessarily half Indonesian or Indonesian or, you know, Australian or white Australian. Yeah. Because people who, like, who are from the subtle Asian traits group, they understand what it means to have that interaction Definitely, of, yeah. like, like the like traits. We learnt about this... Um, we learn about this well I learned about this at university and it's called like switching between the two you have like a switch inside of you and kids if they find it very hard to switch between the two of them that's interesting um, like between different identities whereas for us growing up having a migrant family background yeah I think it's we've learnt we've learnt that it is um, necessary for us in this society to switch switch. yeah which is really interesting yeah so um, do you feel that you I don't know in quotation marks whatever this means like look indonesian or yeah i would say i've asked my mom a couple times because i was like i don't i don't know myself yeah if i would be perceived as like because the thing is i'm a lot paler yeah and it's not noticeable here because Mm. there's so many different types of people from asian backgrounds southeast asian east asian northeast asian um but when i go to indonesia i'm very pale yeah compared to your average indonesian especially if they're from some of the other islands where they're even darker yeah yeah um and so i think in that regard but the thing is, like, I still think they think that I am, perhaps mm. just because I have Asian features. So as soon as they see me in, in Indonesia, they're like, oh, yeah, you must be. But I think they must guess that I'm half, especially because as soon as I open my mouth, I have this funny, like, it's like this weird accent where yeah. it's not, it's not so much Australian. It's just, it's that weird sort of in-between Australian yeah. where you like, you have words that you are very yeah, Indonesian. And then other ones that are, yeah. Something. So like this, yeah. So I think in that sense, yeah, I guess I would, but. I can understand the confusion. Like, I don't expect people to yeah. see me and be like, oh, you must be half Indonesian. Like, the way that people can easily identify if someone is, like, half Japanese or something. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like the features that I have are just a little bit too ambiguous. Well, the only reason I ask is because when I meet some other halfies who are, like, very different, they have different halfies. Does that make sense? So oh, some people so who are like, very like, white, like they have a very white aspect. Say they're from like Dutch. Like oh yeah, like Dutch. Dutch. Dutch is such a common. And one. then so they have another half which is like Indian or something. Yeah, or like the like, Mies. Dutch yeah, Mies is such an. Yeah, and so their features are, are very like a different. Yeah. yeah. So like for example, when people look at me, they automatically assume that I'm Indian. Yeah. Which is fair yeah. because I do promote this very Indian identity <laughs> anyway, so it's kind of my fault. But also, yeah, they just like look at me and they're automatically like, yeah, oh well, yeah, so you're from India or whatever. Um, which I think is very interesting because from Indian perspectives, I do not look Indian. Really? Yeah. Or I do have Indian features, but they know I'm but not they Indian. they know you're not they Indian. They know 100%. So when I go to India, people will stare at me. Mm. Or And same, when I go to Philippines, I don't look Filipino. Mm. I do admit that you do have like, again, I feel like like me, you have a bit of an ambiguous yeah. like face. Like when you look at your features individually, you're sort of like, these features look like they should be coming from specific places, but you just don't know where. But it's like, for example... Um, like, I get that as well, but it's, like, from a white perspective. So, people who are Australian-Australian, oh, when yeah. they look at me, they just see Indian. Like, yeah. I'm just automatically Indian Yeah, to no, them. I get that. <laughs> yeah. So, that's what I mean. Like, for you, do you, like, would you consider yourself that? And for me, it's, like, I think that I look a lot more Indian. I don't know. Than I do Filipino. I often get mistaken for Filipino or Malaysian, which is fair because, like, there's there's such a mix between those like three cultures. There so, were some Indonesian ladies who came to the to where I work oh, yeah. um, the other day, and I was like, "Are you guys from Philippines?" And they were like, 
no, we're from Indonesia. I was like, oh, sorry. And like, no, no worries. They're like, are you from Philippines? I was like, yeah. And like, oh, no worries. We're, we're pretty much neighbors. I'm like, right. Yeah. yeah. We always say that. I love that about like Indonesian. Yeah. So it's just like, oh yeah, we're neighbors. Yeah. Good. And then, and they were like, <laughs> our, even our language is really similar. So yeah. I was like, yeah, it totally is really cute. That's, I guess that's why I'm hesitant to say that people would immediately perceive me as Indonesian mm. because even Indonesian people don't recognize Same. me. So yeah. I'll walk past them and I'll be giving them like a knowing look and they're just looking at me like I'm some stranger staring yeah. at them when I know that they're Indonesian yeah. and I can tell straight away based on like the way they walk yeah. and their like attitude and like... Yeah, yeah the like, way they perceive they're, they're, things yeah, and what they and, do. Yeah, and like what yeah. they're wearing. Because yeah. like they all wear like very similar like, like style. Just yeah. like you can tell when people are from like Korea based yeah. on the aesthetic mm. if they are wearing like mm. the classic like aesthetic, mainstream aesthetic, you know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, but I think... So that's why, that's why I'm not really sure, because I don't really know. I feel like people definitely would go with Filipino, Indonesian, Malaysian. Mm. Like, they see that as, like, a category. Mm. So, like, Southeast Asian. They see me and they're like, they're definitely from the South. Maybe even a Vietnamese, but yeah. probably not. But, like, that's your area. Mm, I think definitely. they immediately see me as that. So it's more like a section of Asia as opposed to, like, a specific one. Yeah. No, yeah. definitely for me, people, like, 99% of the time, I just, like, you're Indian. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. That's it. Do you ever correct them? Yeah, 100%. I'm like, I am Indian. I'm like, I'm half Indian. My father is Indian. When people say, oh, are you Indian? I say my father is Indian. And they're like, oh, okay. But then usually they don't really follow up. So I have to be like, and my mother's Filipino. Is your mom straight Filipino? Yeah. I don't know why I ever thought that she was Indian or half. No. Yeah. Um, another thing I think is really interesting, and this is how I usually... It comes up some in the first probably 10 minutes minute 10 to 15 minutes of me mm. introducing myself to someone um is that i'm a student mm, i'm yeah. at university i'm For a sure. student like we, i straight up brought that up straight up. like we brought that up straight away didn't yeah we? exactly yeah um and which is why it triggered my memory yeah but yeah. um yeah i'm a student um for me i study education mm. bachelor of education mm-hmm. and people the next follow-up question says oh so mm. high school and i'm like no primary school could never go back to high school <laughs> i would <laughs> kill myself <laughs> but is that something you do as well what like education yeah well not education <laughs> obviously um i'm bringing it up um yeah i guess because people always ask you like like that's one of the the first three questions people ask you is where are you from what do you do what do you do and then oh if you're studying they either ask you why you study that mm. or what you're hoping to get with that i really? always wonder that and i'm always like why do people always assume that if you're going to university that you're thinking about like a job like obviously jobs are important mm. and like you should be aiming for them yeah but it's also wouldn't you start with the interests first like yeah. oh you're interested in that why are you interested in yeah. that like what other interests do you have as opposed to going with oh what do you hope to achieve by going to uni it seems a little almost like accusatory that's super like i always feel a little bit like well like i don't know and it's like should i know no you shouldn't know because it's like We're jobs these 20. days <laughs> exactly. and like jobs these days like you should just Every opportunity that you find something interesting, apply. You never know if you're going to get it. Well, that's so what's like, don't, you're not specifically looking yeah. for, I want to work with this company by this time mm-hmm. at this age. Like, I feel like that's very, I don't know. That's a, also a very different time, I feel. Yeah. Like, our knowledge of different eras is that exactly. they were very goal-driven for one thing. Exactly. Whereas now we have... And they had, like, titles for the specific thing. Whereas yeah. now there's so many, like, combinations, you can't even know what it's called. And not just that, but now I think more what is promoted in society is follow your dreams and do what interests mm. you. And yeah. if you do what you like, you'll never work a day in your life. Or, like, the mm. Tumblr quotes. Absolutely. Insert here. 100%. Um, no, but what do you study, Amelia? Mm. I study geographical sciences, which sounds really, like, nerdy, which you, it is. You are a nerd. But, because <laughs> I am a nerd, 100%. But 
it's not nerdy in the way that you think. I'm actually very people-based. So when people think about like what I'm studying, they always assume that it's rocks and maps and, you know, land and rivers and stuff. And I'm like, that is a part of it, but that's not actually the part that I'm like passionate for. I like people. I like working with people, like communicating with people. I like discussing things. That's why we have this podcast. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) And it's sort of like, so then the part that I'm interested in is like cities and settlements and sustainability and how we can, you know, make our interactions with the environment better Mm. or better for us or better for the environment, that sort of thing. Which I am definitely like maybe in the first, second year, I was definitely the type of person who, when I heard like geographical science or geography in general, because I mean, I know since high school, you've had a pretty big affinity towards geography. Oh, yeah. Um, so for me, I was always like, oh, you're really into maps and mm. cartology. Wait, yeah. is that it? What? Cartography is Cartography. Maps. I was going to say cartology. <laughs> yeah, the study of maps and stuff like that. Um, but when I started, I don't know, having glimpses into what you were actually yeah. doing, it was very people-based. That's it's like, what I mean. You like, look at the mortality rate, you look at happiness exactly. rate, you look at all of like, these types of things. Because that's the demography side of, like, that's the human geography side mm. of geography. Yeah. I think that's what people don't understand. I think because our what our understanding of geography means is mm. very, like, from the start, people just see maps and then they remember that maybe you probably study rocks. And I'm like, that's geology. Yeah. It's like, it's similar <laughs> word, but not quite. Like, just misses the bar. Like, because geography is the study of everything. Like, if you look at the, de- the definition of what geography means, it's the study of the earth. Mm. And by the earth, it means, like, literally everything the on earth, the earth. Like, yeah. connections of the earth, like, interactions with the earth. Which I think is really cool. I'm like, yeah, pretty much. That encapsulates what my general like yeah. opinion about things is. is I'm kind of interested in everything because yeah. I, I really, whenever like people ask me what I study, I inevitably end up bringing up that I've studied ecology and that I also studied evolution. Yeah. Because both of those things are so interesting. Yeah. I really like them and also a little bit of sociology because mm. again, people, people are interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think that's cool. Um, and also going back to the idea, well, people's perceptions of what geology and geography and the mix of that mm. is. I think that also comes down to education since primary school. Mm. Bringing in my Bring in. Oh, expertise. A, that's that subtle, little segue. Little segue right there. <laughs> no, because I was just thinking the way that we teach geography mm. in primary school is totally map based and it's totally like country based and yeah. things like that. Like I just taught um a house unit and. If there is anyone listening, mm-hmm. HAS stands for Humanities and Social Sciences. Um, and now, back in the day, we used to have SOS, which was... SOS is basically geography. Studies That's of social... And society and economics, isn't it? Maybe, yeah. I'm a teacher. I don't know. <laughs> um, but nowadays, we have HAS, which... And humanities mm. incorporates, like, geography. And social yeah. sciences and all that incorporates That's why geography. I did humanities like a... in early high school. Yeah. We had humanities, not, like, history and geography. Yeah. We had the both, which was amazing. Humanities is great. Yeah. I, no, I love it. It's one of my favorite right. subjects to teach. I, I find it super interesting. It's and, so interesting. And that's definitely a thing as a teacher. You have to be interested in what you're teaching mm. for, to convince your kids that it's interesting. Well, the best teachers were always the ones who genuinely liked what they were teaching us. Yeah. So going back to it, it's like in primary school, that's literally in our curriculum is to teach them about specific countries. Specifically, mm. especially because we live in Australia, mm. um, to do with... Uh, the countries that are close to us, so Asia Pacific region. Mm, really? Because yeah. when we were that's, kids, we didn't learn that. It's a that you know, stuff. and you know what's really interesting is that's yeah. a cross curriculum priority. Right now, so yeah, See, this is because this is makes me laugh. It's because Australia suddenly realized they're like, wow, we have neighbors, and they're actually have pretty good economics, and they're gonna get even better than us in the future because we have an aging population. So we better like 
ally with them and it's like yeah you dumbass should have figured that out earlier and not just that but like our entire economy depends on right? all of these Literally. Southeast Asian countries and now they're like oh no we completely <laughs> almost you know like the, the amount of international people that come here like students or workers that come here actually contribute heaps to our economy <laughs> yeah. maybe we should be nicer to them so yeah. they keep coming and it's like goodness me goodness me why goodness he... me no but I think since history not since history even when we were young I'm don't quote me on this. Again, this is... I don't know. Did I do a PSA before Rip, this? we forgot to do a disclaimer at the beginning, which is that this is completely opinion-based. Yeah. There are no factors. We're doing this on a phone, so we can't even Google our answers. So... <laughs> so and my phone's true. elsewhere, like it always is. We don't have any expertise in anything. It's kind Besides of just... Besides what we've studied. Yeah. But even then, don't quote us. Yeah. Like, do not put your answers on the exam. Quoting do, this podcast. Do not quote me and then put me in your reference list because your, your teacher will mark you wrong. Yeah, like, I'm just letting you know now. Exactly. But what I mean is when we were kids, I'm pretty sure, like, that was still a, a cross-curricular priority, was yeah. learning about Pacific... Well, yeah, Asia-Pacific countries. interesting. Which is really interesting. I think it's because back then they mm. didn't know how to do it. Mm. Whereas now we're kind of like, hey, yeah. maybe instead of teaching French at school, we, we should teach probably teach Indonesian. like Indonesian or and Japanese Mandarin, yeah. or Mandarin. Exactly. Um, yeah, which, which I think is a big a laugh. laugh. <laughs> yeah, a big laugh. <laughs> Love my unit of work. <laughs> Just completely trashes it. <sighs> but yeah, I don't know. That's, but as we were going back, definitely we're uni students and we're poor. Um, I never bring that up in introductions. <laughs> I think that's just a general that's like, assumption. This okay, that should be its own whole podcast, like perceptions of wealth, because like that's mm. a whole interesting thing as well. Because it's like we're poor in the sense that we're students. Yeah. So the assumptions that come with that are like we obviously probably live with our parents, which we both do. Yeah. We have a job, but only as much of a job that we can fit in with uni. So yeah. it has to be flexible. Yeah. And obviously can't be paid too much because like that wouldn't be allowed. They would never pay us a whole amount because we're considered underqualified and stupid. No, 100%. I read this article. Not an article. It was it was a Tumblr post. <laughs> she read a Tumblr post. <laughs> and it was talking about first world... No, not first world problems. It was first world poverty or whatever. Mm, yeah. And essentially it's like your... The post was something like, I'm looking up tickets to fly to Canada and they're so expensive and I'm crying while I look up the tickets on my macbook pro or something right exactly that's yeah so, it's so interesting because like yeah it that's what always makes me think is like whenever we talk about and especially in this podcast you'll f- probably find that when we talk about things we're talking about it in the perspective of people who live here mm. not in the perspective of people who live elsewhere but we do yes. have that awareness yeah you know i mean so like obviously when we're joking around and stuff we're not being serious because if you wanted to have a serious talk about like poverty and perceptions of wealth and yeah that's a whole nother thing so yeah. when we say we're poor we mean it in the classic first world problems students who don't earn a lot yeah. yet because we're not qualified yeah. way we don't mean like we're so poor we can't afford to eat pros and to eat food yeah exactly yeah. exactly definitely um but yeah i just think that it's very interesting how we perceive like being poor and stuff like that now yeah yeah for sure because it was interesting because the other day when i was teaching this workshop about um brisbane now and then and i was talking about how back in those days people used to live in like brick slash wooden houses mm. etc nowadays we have things like apartments and i was mm. like to the kids i was like does anyone live in an apartment and mm. this is probably eight-year-olds and this one kid was like no i don't live in an apartment i'm not poor <gasps> which Ooh. is interesting that's also a very like australian like mindset to mm. have is this the assumption that if you live in an apartment 
or if you live in social housing, you must be poor. Yeah. Whereas, like, literally every other nation has so much social housing, has so many apartments because they're not stupid like yeah. we are and think that only, you know, it's, you know, double floor <laughs> detached housing is the option. And not just that, but it's like to live in an apartment in Brisbane is expensive. Is man. hella expensive. Most of the apartments in the new Sky Tower that is being built in Brisbane, which is the tallest what, building. What suburb is that in? It's in the city, the big massive oh, building. Oh, damn. That Sky Tower. So at the moment, I think it's like t- over 200 meters tall. Mm. There's probably no Americans listening to it, so I don't have to convert that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and if you are, you should use the metric system. Yeah. <laughs> you should use the metric system. You're wrong. Convince your government. <laughs> um, but it's like 200 and something meters tall. Um, most of the people who bought the apartments who live there are not from Australia because they can't afford it. Exactly. You know who does own it? People from China. <laughs> exactly. That's actually also a genuine problem that happens here is we get foreign investors buying up stuff and then like no one buys it because we don't want that type of housing or we can't afford it. And yeah. it's like... Stop fucking it up. Pay tax. Definitely. <laughs> Pay your tax. <laughs> um, but going back to introducing ourselves, another thing that I find, especially when I go overseas, mm. is that I'm way more Australian than oh, I yeah. am when I am in Australia. It's yeah. not like, I'm not trying to prove, like, I don't feel like I'm trying to prove it. Sometimes then. I'm trying to prove it. Maybe I am. Yeah. Like, subconsciously. But most of the time, it's, it's kind of, on the inside, I feel like it's me trying to educate them about Australia because I feel like the rest mm. of the world has a very minute Yo, understanding so or minute perspective of Absolutely. what Australia or this who is, Australia is. This is why, like, mixed Australians or even, like, you know, second-generation migrant Australians who then go overseas, we always experience this sort of, like, odd form of racism where people, A, assume you're not Australian mm-hmm. or, B, assume that you're, you're, you know, your perception of Australia or what knowledge you have about living in Australia is probably wrong. Yeah. Because... You can't properly have lived there. You probably were born somewhere else and then you moved there. And it's sort of like, I understand that, but also, this is 2018. No, this is not even 2018, man. This is 2019. Bro, you're living in the I'm past. living in the past. <laughs> this is 2019. Like, yeah. that's sort of like a mindset we can't afford to have. So if someone, like, tells you what they are, it's not really in your place to doubt the validity of that oh, identity. 100%. Because it's like, it's their identity, man. They're yeah. not asking for your opinion about their identity. If they wanted it, then you could just talk about your identity instead. Like, it kind of yeah, reminds like, me of... um not trying to compare myself to First Nation people at all, but Indigenous people, mm. when people question them if they're actually Indigenous, because, like, you know, yeah, they've because got... They're mixed, yeah, because, because they're mixed or because they you know, lived elsewhere and now they want to get in touch with their roots. And you know what's disgusting? Like, people you know are literally like, well, what percentage of you is Indigenous? Yeah, I That's read about that somewhere. That, like, 25% doesn't count. And I'm like, excuse you. Who are you to Who say that? Whoever questioned that a quarter of something wasn't necessarily important. Yeah. Like, so that's what it's kind of... Again, not trying to compare myself whatsoever, but it like feels kind of like that. Like I feel that type of anger because yeah, when I go overseas and they're like, "Oh yeah, but you're Indian," or exactly. "Oh yeah, but like exactly. you're not really Australian." Like I got that all the time because when when I went to Korea for I went to Korea for exchange, <laughs> for it's not exchange, it's just for abroad. I always say exchange because in high school I went on exchange where yeah. you swap with another person from that country. Mm. They come to your place and then you come to their place mm-hmm. for like uh, a period of time. But when I was studying abroad in Korea at the beginning of 2018, um, I obviously went there and some other Australians were there as well um, at the same university and we all hung out and stuff. And some of those were white Australians and some of us weren't. People always ask the white Australians about their perspective of what it was to live in Australia. And they were like, oh, wow, like, tell us about Australia. They never asked me. Mm. They never started with asking me. Mm. They never started asking with any of the others mm. who weren't white Australians because I think there was that assumption that we either weren't from there or didn't have, like, the appropriate attitude slash mindset. Mm-hmm. They always ask us, like, really stereotypical stuff too, like, 
do you surf? Yeah. I'm like, I know we all live by the coast, but not all of us, like, have the luxury of going up all the way down, like, to the beach. Yeah. Every weekend to surf. And also, we lack the coordination. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Surfing's a skill, okay? (laughs) I'll probably drown, like, in all honesty. But yeah, when I go overseas, I very much like to introduce myself as being Australian. Yeah. Especially when... So, for example, when I went on an exchange, or mm. again, when I went on abroad, me and Amelia and I went on abroad at the same time. Yeah. Because we're best friends forever. Besties had to leave at the same time. Yeah, but she went to Korea and I went to England, to Which Birmingham. Awesome. Shout out to my Birmingham peeps! Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> no, but when I went abroad, it was, I felt like the same, similar kind of thing. I wanted everyone to know that I was Australian because... For me, it's really important for people to know that I am equally a representation of Australia mm. as anyone else is. Yeah. If you come to Australia, you're not going to find people who are just like just white Australians. Like you come here, especially in main cities, Sydney, Melbourne, or even our um or even in Brisbane where we live, you're not going to just find just everyone's white and mm. blonde and blue eyes. Definitely not. Like I feel we see less of those types of people Absolutely. Nowadays. And also, like, if you look at the statistics, which I have recently because I was studying for my honours <laughs> stuff, um, like, if you look at the statistics now, in 2016, the last, the date of the, the time of the last census, 50, I think just under 50% of all Australians were either born overseas or had at least one parent who was born overseas. Mm. That's a huge percentage <laughs> of the country to to have that sort of influence, to have yeah. the influence of another culture slash ethnicity slash whatever you want to call it yeah. on them. You know what I mean? It's not a small percentage no. at all. And you'll find that especially in Sydney and Melbourne. I think that's the other thing is people forget that Brisbane is also, even though Brisbane is small. Oh, mm. that's where we're coming from, by the yeah. way. Brisbane, Australia. Even though Brisbane is small, it's it's not it's not just white Australians. Mm, no. And neither is Queensland either. And people forget also that you can also, if you're a migrant or if you come from a migrant background, you can also live in rural places. Yeah. It doesn't happen as often, but, like, it's also a possibility. Yeah, definitely. And so it's, like, every, like Australia, in terms of what it looks like, its composition now, what its population looks like, it's not the same. And mm. it's not all white. Yeah. And the thing is, I think because Australia is very secluded from the rest of the world, mm. um, it's it's important for us to talk about it and be like, I am Absolutely. Australian. I'm as equally Australian as anyone else. Mm-hmm. And... Not just that, but my experience is so valid. Absolutely. Because it, it shows the true nature of being Australian. Exactly. And growing up, especially because we're both halfies, especially because mm. you're half is like Australian um, in itself. White Australian. Yeah, white Australian. <laughs> it's, it's so interesting to have that. And so definitely, like I was saying, when I go overseas or even if I talk to people who are not from here, I like to say that I am Australian. Like mm. I like to own that. And not just that, I'm really proud of being Australian. Even yeah, though absolutely. that there's so many things that are wrong with our country. There's so many things mm. wrong with our government. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and like the ideologies mm. within Australian itself. Mm. I am really proud to yeah. be Australian. And I think there's a lot to be proud of as well. Yeah. Like, there's a lot to not be proud of, obviously. If you know anything about Australian history, you know that we don't fucked up. Yeah. Um, but Fuck like, you, Fraser Anning. You're a piece of shit. Yeah, and got what you deserve. Fuck the colonials. Yeah. <laughs> and that whole terrible, sad, messy part of mm. history. But um, if you know Australia now and you know sort of the people who live there now and the, the I guess the country that it's trying to become mm. or at least what the majority of its people want it to become, you'll know that it's something that's worth being proud of yeah. and worth trying to improve on. Yeah, definitely. Also because I feel like we maybe have a bit more of a chance of getting to that place than America at the moment. But, yeah. You know, that's just my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and I just that, but I think 
when I say I am Australian, people are just super interested in that. Yeah, they're because like, oh, they're like, oh, that's so far away. That's spicy. And you're like, that's correct. <laughs> yeah, it's far like, away. The plane tickets are very expensive. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, my little kangaroo. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my little spring chicken. My little spring bush turkey. Honestly, yeah. um, I was telling my friends how I live in the bush. And they just thought that was the funniest thing. Do. But it's I do. Funny. I live in a bush. She lives live... in the quote-unquote peri-urban areas of Brisbane, which oh. just means she lives really, like, far out. <laughs> I live on the outskirts of Brisbane. Yeah. I don't think where I live is even considered Brisbane. Yeah, I think you're, like, almost in, like... No, I am in Logan. Are we're, you in Logan? Like, That's hilarious. run by the Logan City Council. I always forget that Logan is separate. I know it's probably been separate for ages, but sometimes in my mind I'm like, that's a suburb of Brisbane, but it's not. It's nope. its own little yep. city thingy now. But when I want to get posts, I still write Brisbane. <laughs> Brisbane goals. Yeah. I mean, they'll just find me through my postcode. It's fine. Like, whatever. <laughs> Doesn't want to associate with Logan. <laughs> no! Offense, Logan. Love you, Logan! No, <laughs> you, Logan. you're my homie! Shouting out to Logan. Shout out to Logan, to all of Logan, because yeah. you're all listening. To all of Logan, right except for the people who steal cars. Fags and two. You only need to just keep your mitts to yourself, okay? Wait, wait, who stole your car in Logan? No one, but I just know what happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or is that a stereotype? Mm. Or is that a stereotype? Mm. Amelia. Read more in that. No, discuss in the comments. I'm joking. <laughs> Don't discuss that in the comments. <laughs> just Google the statistics. I'm no, sure I'll tell you. For real. Is there anything else that you think that is a very um, significant part of your introduction to people? Um, Not really. I guess. I guess I always just hope that when you're introducing yourself to people that people keep an open mind about who you are mm. and sort of like how you can and will change mm. as well. Definitely. I think it's important not to assume that once you know something about people that that aspect of them isn't going to change. Yeah, definitely. And I think, yeah, changing identities is a big thing that we don't like to talk about because we I think we like to get... I think people, people, we know that people don't like change. Mm. And so often, like, when you talk about, like, changing your mind and stuff, it can feel insincere. Yeah. Or it can feel like, I don't know, like, you're the sort of person who's a bit, like, wishy-washy. Yeah. With, like, with how much you like something. But I don't know. Passions can change. People change. Passions can change. Like, there's so many things. And also, another thing is, the way you introduce yourself now... Or the person that you are now does not have to be the same person in, like, no, a month. Not even a in a minute. Yeah. If it, in a minute you literally were like, actually, I said something that I changed my mind about. Yeah. That's cool, too. Like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. And I think people who are on the receiving end of introductions, they just need to be okay with that. Yeah. People are not insincere. In fact, it's more sincere to be like, I changed my mind exactly. or I've changed. And it's very hard for people to admit that. Because sure. they don't want to obviously come off as being insincere or being, yeah, like you said, wishy-washy, yeah, wishy-washy or, anything washy like or anything like that. But yeah. it's hard to always be boxed in by other people's I expectations so, of sure. who you should be. Yeah. So if you're out there and you're... Introducing yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or if, if you're meeting people who are new and they're introducing themselves to you, maybe keep an open mind. Keep an open mind and... Just go with the flow. Like, life's too short to just be one type of person. Facts. Like, just be whoever you want to be. Be proud of it. There's this really cool, like, quote. I can't remember where it's from or who it was by. It was on Pinterest. Yes, I'm on Pinterest, like, all the time. Um, But basically, the premise of it was that, like, you can be who you want to be at any point of time. So, why not start? Yeah. Start with today. Oh, damn. Damn. You were Tumblr girl? A little bit. (laughs) Before Tumblr? Yeah. Before Tumblr was what it is today? Um, It's good though. I think that's really important. Just be who you want to be. Like, F the haters. (laughs) 
if whoever wants to put you in a box, you break out that box, girl. You do your thing. <laughs> love yourself. Oh, my God. And people will change and adapt to who you are. Just yeah. like... And if they don't, then that's fine, too. I know. Fuck the haters. Be you. Be you, girl. Just be you. <laughs> anyway, I think we should wrap up. Yeah, we're going to wrap up going because we weird. don't want you to have to listen to, like, an hour of content every time we release a podcast. Yeah. And 40 minutes is, like, the length of an episode of... Brooklyn Nine-Nine, so therefore it's a good length. What? Brooklyn Nine-Nine is 20 minutes. What? Okay, well then it's two episodes, Ooh. double the power. So what we're trying to say is you could actually be watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine instead of listening instead, to Yeah, you could watch two shit. episodes of it. So as with before, unsubscribe right now. Unsubscribe right now. Unsubscribe. Don't, don't leave comment, any comments. Don't leave any comments. Just don't even talk about this. Just bury this podcast in the back of your mind. Yeah. Yes, we wasted 40 minutes of your time. Thank you for sharing it with us. But you also listen, so who's the real loser? <laughs> No, but seriously, if you did listen, thanks. Thanks for sticking um, with us. And I think I know who's probably going to listen to all of this. Yeah, probably like the three people we tell people yeah. tell about. You guys it. are real homies. Yeah. Love y'all. True um, homies. Be nice to people. Have a good day. And we'll see you on the flip side. If we ever decide to make another one of these. Yep. Goodbye. Goodbye. Only one step.